Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, my friends. Let's talk about something that I get asked quite a lot about. Realize that I never quite broke it down the way I am doing it today. Like I just organized all my thoughts about it. And I was like, okay, this is going to be so good. So I'm going to talk about how to actually get yourself to believe a new thing that you want to believe. But when you think about it, you're like, oh my gosh, that feels so unbelievable. It feels so unreal. It feels so implausible. How can I ever make myself believe it? So I teach all the time that your beliefs create your reality. Your beliefs create your perception of reality and your beliefs create your outcomes. So when I teach this course, I have a lot of students who ask me, how can I believe, right? And they want to believe things that will help them in their coaching and in their business, such as a good place to start would be, I'm a good coach, (laughs) right? It would help you a lot in your business if you actually believed that you were a good coach. Another thing is that, you know, there are lots of people who are willing to pay me or maybe not even start with lots, but maybe there's one person out there who's willing to pay me. That's all the belief you need because you only ever sell one person at a time, right? So if you could always believe there's one person out there who really wants to hire me right now, right? How would that change your marketing, right? And if you believed, for example, you know, I'm capable of having a great business. Like that's a very basic, quote unquote, basic belief that so many of us really struggle with, right? A lot of people have sort of reflexively negative beliefs about themselves and money. Like I'm not good with money. Money is hard, right? People don't want to pay me, right? I don't know how to talk about what I do. These are all just beliefs that so many of us just have walking around. And I know that lots of my students have the awareness that they would definitely like to change it. They have awareness about their beliefs that aren't serving them in the direction that they want to go and they want to change it. But then when they consider a new belief, right? Such as I'm a good coach. People want to hire me. You know, my marketing really helps people, whatever. It's like their brain slams on the brakes and says, nope, don't believe that. (laughs) And on top of that, when they find it difficult to believe a new belief, I think there's like an extra layer of shame that happens for life coaches. Like, what's wrong with you that you can't have positive thoughts about yourself, you idiot? (laughs) Right? All these things are really normal. And my philosophy on beliefs and my entire practice for believing new things, I realized is very almost kind of, I don't want to say passive, but it's based on like a relationship, like a relational way of working with a belief. And let me tell you exactly what I mean by that. So I think a lot of the ways that people approach, you know, creating new belief is kind of like by forcing a, a new belief into their brains right? I don't believe it right now. And so I think if I like think it hard enough, if I recite it hard enough, if I try to look for how it's true hard enough, then it's going to happen. It's going to, you know, take root in my brain and I'm going to be able to embody it. But then when they recite it, when they think it hard enough and it doesn't happen, that's when the despair starts to set in. 
However, the way I approach, you know, working on my beliefs is I literally imagine the belief as being like an entity that's out there, right, in the world. It's like a thing that's alive. It has its own consciousness. It's an entity unto itself, a belief. And then every time I have the thought, like, oh, I wish I could believe, da 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 oh, I want to believe X, Y, Z. I believe that what's really happening is there is a new belief that is tapping me on the shoulder saying, hey, Simone, let's play. I want to enter your brain. I want to co-create some things with you. Let's play together. Let's work together. And then the process of inviting that belief into my brain is as much a process of making space and listening and being receptive as much as it is a question of me putting my own effort in. One big assumption that's implanted in the way that I think about things that I really want to share with you that I want to offer to you as well is that whatever belief I want, wants me back. Like I said, every time I have the thought, oh, I wish I could believe or I want to believe this, I believe that, that it's that belief tapping me on the shoulder saying, hey, I want to get together with you. Every belief that I want, wants me. And actually, it might have been the belief wanting me first. And then I became aware that I want that belief. (laughs) Does that make sense? There's a belief floating out like in the air that says, ooh, I want to enter that person's brain. And that's the moment you think, ooh, I wish I could believe that, right? So it's very much a relationship that you cultivate. It's not something you can either jam into your brain or not. Most of the time, it's a relationship that begins to spark and you become aware of it and you feed it and you nurture it. And then it takes really deep root and then it changes you. Now, I love this way of of approaching belief work because it's so, to me, it feels so much more lighthearted. It feels playful. And sometimes I even think like, this is a lazy way (laughs) to believe, but I don't actually think it's lazy. What I think it is, is receptive and curious and not treating belief work like something that I can sort of like hustle my way through. You know what I mean? It's not like the more effort I put into it, the more I get. I have to allow for lots of time, lots of space. So speaking of time and space, I have very specific plan for what I want to believe. Like at any given time, I'm working on a set of beliefs. And when I fully embody that set of beliefs, I am catapulted onto a new level. And then I download a new set of beliefs that I want to believe. So for a past period of my life, my work consisted of believing that I can be a good coach, that I can help people, that there's somebody out there who wants to pay me, that somebody will want to pay me any money at all. So those are the work beliefs that I worked on early, like in the beginning of my coaching career. And then after that, I started booking clients and my calendar started filling up and I started to have a bit more confidence. I worked on beliefs like I could be a thought leader in this space. I could come up with my own original ideas. You know, I could create so much demand that I can't fit them all in my calendar, right? And I started to work on these next level beliefs. And then, you know, I believed all of them. I start to embody them and really, you know, become an example of those beliefs in my life. And now at the level level where I am, you know, 
having a multi-million dollar business, I'm working on brand new beliefs. Like, like it's possible for me to create a $10 million business and it's possible for me to create a hundred million dollar business, right? The more I stretch my wings, the more I do my best work, right? The more the world benefits, but at a scale that, that I just had not considered for myself in the past. There's a lot of new belief uh, work that I'm doing and there's also like like relatively short-term beliefs that I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to be able to believe this and like, give me a month, right? Give me a month or two and I know that I'll be able to, able to believe this. And then there are beliefs like, this is going to take me like a few years, <laughs> right? So for example, um, my belief that I can make $10 million in a year, I know that's going to take me a while to create that belief and to fully embody it. And by the time I get to fully embodying it, I will be making up $10 million a year. So for that, I'm giving myself a few years. And there are beliefs that I'm giving myself basically my entire lifetime to fully embody. And that's like my $100 million goal, as well as some other goals that are for now, they're just private to me, but they're very meaningful. And so the point is lots of beliefs that I'm actively working on and I am actively creating time and space for those beliefs to take root and to become reality and to feel very real in my brain, okay? So that's, to me, the first step that I want to tell you about creating belief in this relational, relationship-based way. When I say relationship, I mean you and the belief. You and the belief are in a relationship together And from the very first time, the belief taps you on the shoulder. I imagine like a little fairy on your shoulder saying, hey, let's play. That's when you first have to decide. Okay, actually, this is the real number one. (laughs) This is the step number one. Step number one is when the belief fairy taps you, you say, okay, I'm open to playing. I'm open to playing, meaning I'm open to the possibility that I could believe this one day. So many people try to start belief work from the sentence of like, I believe, da-da-da-da-da, right? Act as if I already believe, you know, why don't I fully believe? No, 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 that's too far. That's too much, too fast. You have to start with, okay, this thing that feels fully improbable right now. So I'm just going to take an example, actually. So let's say what you want to believe is that I can be a fully booked coach, for example, right? And if you have... Just one client ever, whoever paid you, and you're like, I have no idea where the other clients are going to come from. I have no idea where to create them. I don't, you know, and I don't feel very confident about any of it. You're not going to go straight to, you know, I'm capable of being a fully booked coach, right? So here's how you say yes to the belief when you can't fully embody it yet. You say yes to it by saying, I'm open to the possibility that I could be a fully booked coach. It's not entirely out of the realm of possibility that I could be a fully booked coach. All right, I'll play with this belief. I'm open to interacting with this belief. I'm open to contemplating this belief just to see what happens. That's what I mean by saying yes to the play. Are you saying yes to the belief or are you saying no to the belief, (laughs) right? Because a lot of people, when they say, 
when they just resist, when they just push away a belief just because they can't believe it yet, that's you saying no to playing with the belief. And I'm saying, everybody, play with the beliefs. Decide to play, okay? So that's how you declare to the universe. That's how you declare to the little fairy tapping on your shoulder. All right, I'm open for playing. I'm not jumping into anything yet. I'm not diving into anything yet. I'm not fully committing to anything yet. I'm just going to see, I'm just going to allow myself to be open to the thing that is not completely entirely impossible, maybe. All right. So number one is to say yes to the play. Number two is to create the space and the time for that play to take place. For the most part, I know when I have a new belief or when I say yes to playing with a new belief, sometimes like I'm like, okay, this is going to take me a month. It's going to take me a few months. It's going to take me a year or five years. Um, I'm not always right, but I have a pretty good estimate at, at this point. But that's because I'm so experienced in intentionally working with belief. If you're just getting started working on your beliefs in a really intentional way, you might not know how long a a new belief is going to take you to really fully embody. You might think, okay, I want to be able to fully believe this in three months, but it actually ends up taking you two years. Or maybe you think, oh, this is so impossible. It's going to take me like a whole year to believe, but then something might happen and you might believe it in it in the next three months, three uh, weeks or months, right? So there's, there's some guesswork involved in the beginning. And so I'm not saying you have to like give yourself a deadline. That's not what I mean. This is not about deadlines. This is, this is about the idea that ideas, I mean, ideas or beliefs take time. It's a gradual process. They need space where you are going to let yourself be curious and explore without having to come down on a certainty. Okay. So. When you say yes to playing with a new belief, ask yourself, okay, am I willing to allow time and space for this, uh, for me to play and for this belief and I to work together for something to happen? Let me let you in on some of the beliefs that my mastermind clients are working on. They're working on beliefs like the more I rest, the more money I make. The more I rest, the better results my clients get. There's an infinite number of best fit clients out there. I've just begun tapping into my genius. And whenever I create something amazing, there's always so much more where that came from. It is now safe to make lots and lots of money. It's safe to be paid lots and lots of money. Every time I invest, I get 10 times the value of the investment in return. And I don't always have to know how that's true. These are the kind of beliefs you're working on in the mastermind. How much time would you give yourself to work on these beliefs? And if you really fully embody them, right, how would they change your life and business? Because in our mastermind, what we're doing is we are fully embodying these beliefs on our way to creating seven-figure businesses that make massive impacts on the world. I think actually the juicier the belief And the juicier the work that the belief allows, like the bigger, more meaningful, more purposeful, the more magical things, beliefs that we work with, the more time and space they ask of us. 
An important caveat is that not everything necessarily takes tons of time. What I've also uh, found, much to my own pleasant surprise, is that sometimes I assume that a new belief is going to take forever to take root. And what happens is that I actually end up absorbing the belief really fast because I didn't even notice, but it turned out that I had already done a ton of the work already in my past to get there. And it was just like one of the last signs, like as soon as I download the sentence, I'm like, oh, I'm there like shockingly fast because it turns out that I'd already done the work for it. So sometimes it takes way shorter than you think. Sometimes it takes longer and neither of it is a problem. So just, I cannot emphasize this enough. Beliefs take time. It's always a process because every relationship is a process. It's not like one and done, jam it through the whole kind of thing. When you truly want to be in relationship with a belief, it takes time. You want to allow the time for it to really grow and to deepen into something beautiful, okay? So imagine the little fairy on your shoulder. That fairy wants to be in a beautiful relationship with you, (laughs) and it wants time, okay? So the next phase, the third phase, so remember, number one, the first phase is you decide to play with with the belief. Second, you declare that you're going to give yourself all the time and the space that it needs for this process to unfold, for the relationship to enrich and to deepen. And the third thing is that all of the drama is going to happen. (laughs) You have to expect that as soon as you say yes to playing with a new belief, your brain is going to throw up all of the evidence to the contrary. And your brain is going to be hyper alert to look at anything that proves your new belief false. And it's just going to be like, as soon as you start to try to believe something, all you can find is evidence of the opposite. I have so many clients who report this as soon as they try to think, okay, you know, people are interested in hearing what I have to say. And they go and take lots of, you know, powerful marketing action from that. And then they're like crickets, 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 crickets. And well, what happened, right? I was supposed to believe that you know, people are interested in hearing what I have to say. And I did these five things and I got crickets each time. That, my friends, is what I like to think of as the new belief fairy. After they tap on, tap on us on our shoulders and get our agree- agreement to play, what they do is put like a few tests in our path just to see if we're serious about playing. If you decide, okay, I'm a life coach. I decided that I'm going to be I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to tell people about it. And I believe that I can help people as a coach. And let's say that's the new belief that you just decided to play with and you're going to allow, you know, time and space for it. And then you introduce yourself as a coach to, to all these people. And then you got, you know, three people to do a session with you and you're really excited and they're excited and you do the three sessions and those three sessions have you feeling like ass. <laughs> Maybe those three people didn't think, you know, that it was that great. The entire time you're asking yourself, what the hell am I even doing? I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't actually know if I helped them or just wasted their time. And then your brain's going to be in a place of being like, okay, what was that all about? That whole belief of me being a life coach who helps people? Okay, I don't think we were on the right path, right? So what I'm saying is that 
does not actually mean that your belief is not going to work. The belief is false and you should abandon the belief. Does not mean that you were cut out. I mean that you were not cut out for the belief. Does not mean that you suck. Does not mean that the belief is not meant for you. It means that things are happening right on schedule, which means in terms of the, the new belief, throwing a few tests your way just to make sure it wants to make sure before it fully takes root in your brain, wants to make sure you're serious. It makes, wants to make sure you're going to stay with it. You're going to stay in the relationship no matter how many things that seem to indicate the contrary come up on your path. This is all the, the drama. I'm pointing to all the drama that can happen, that will happen when you try to believe something new that seems like intent on convincing you of the exact opposite. I always anticipate the drama in my own mind. And so when it happens, I'm not impressed by it, right? Like I sure I work my way through it. I'm impacted by it, but I don't make the drama a reason to stop working on the belief. I see the drama and I'm like, okay, little belief fairy, I know what you're doing. You're throwing a whole bunch of tests my way to see how, see how serious I am to see if I'm still willing to stick around and play. And guess what? I'm going to use these tests in order to deepen my own resourcefulness, to deepen my own self-trust, to deepen my own desire to play with you, not to give up on you. That's what your belief is testing you for. When it gives you all the drama, when all the things happen, when you can't stop thinking of all the ways where the opposite is true, what you want to do is remember, ah, okay, this is just part of the process. This is supposed to happen, right? It's not like decide to believe something new and instantly jump to a whole new different reality. It's like, okay, I got to like really walk through (laughs) all of the old programming as it crops up. Step after step, it's going to be like old programming. It's going to be like evidence of the old thing they used to believe, right? And the thing is, of course, there's at first, there's going to be way, way, way more evidence of your old belief surrounding you than new belief, than the new belief, I mean, because you just spent so much more time looking for evidence of the old belief. You spent so much more time creating evidence of the old belief, because remember, whatever we believe, we create evidence for. Of course, your perception takes time to shift, okay? So that's all to say, when things happen and it's really hard to step into the new belief because all you see is evidence to the contrary, that is what's supposed to happen. This is all the hard part so far, right? Allowing the space, allowing the time, allowing the drama, allowing all the things to to happen and to come up that seems to, you know, be, you know, intent on steering you off path, all normal. Now here's the fun part. Once you allow all of that, the next part that you're going to see is that the belief fairy is going to start dropping clues. It's going to start giving you little bits of evidence. It's going to show you little, you know, pieces of, of that belief mirrored in your life. So that might mean after a while, somebody says, Hey, I've been looking for a coach and you're just a person. It might mean after a while of posting, you know, sharing and making offers on social media, email in person, this or that, and getting crickets, crickets, crickets. Somebody saying, 
Hey, I've been keeping up with everything you've been writing and it's resonating so much and it helped me so much. I wonder if I can talk to you about working together. And also, you know, I recommended following you to my friend who has also been following and we've just been so inspired this entire time, but we never thought to reach out because we're shy, right? And you're like, oh, look, there's a clue. I've had actually so many people reach out to me and tell me that they wanted to believe that it was possible for somebody with an ADHD brain to create a really successful business. And when they found me, it was like an answer to that, to that prayer. It was like an answer to that belief. So their own belief fairy tapped them on the shoulders and they kind of sparked the desire for the belief. And as they started looking and allowing space and allowing what seems like evidence to the contrary, they found me on their path and they were like, oh, this is a clue. Simone is a clue. She's has an ADHD brain and she's successful. That, that means I can be too. And so people write to me and say, I so wanted it to be true. I wanted to believe it, but I had a, a difficult time. And then I found you. And now I believe it's possible. You are a clue. You are a piece of evidence for me to more fully believe in what I want to believe, right? So those are the clues that you're going to see when you allow the drama, when you allow the time and space. The universe, I guarantee you, if you really do allow the time and space, if you really do allow the drama, the universe is going to drop clues on you. And the more you notice and follow the clues, it's going to drop more clues on you. It's going to drop more pieces of evidence, the more evidence of possibility, more clues. And it's going to be like a progressively increasing volumes of clues until you're in the new belief. You believe it. Ta-da! You're going to one day find, oh, wait, now that, that thing I wanted to believe, it seems like reality. I believe it 100%. It seems obvious. Here's the best part. The last phase of this work is where you become the evidence for other people. You become the clue for other people when they see you. If you wanted to believe that you can be a life coach, by the time you fully believe that and think, I am a life coach that helps people, guess what? You're a clue to those people, other people around you, watching you, that they too can decide to become something new and create it. I tried for so long to believe that I can make a million dollars and it was a process to get there. You know, I started from, there's no freaking way, no way. That is that kind of thing has nothing to do with me. And that's like totally like a different reality on planet Mars and a million dollars. What? That's not for me. So I started from that. I started from there. And today I'm a multimillionaire. And what I have now become is a clue for other people who also might think, oh no, that kind of thing is not for me to look at me and think, wait, maybe it is for me. I think that is so fun. And I think that's the part where the belief fairy that tapped you on your shoulder a long time ago says, aha, my work here is done. Now she is the belief. She walks through the world as the belief. She's going to be the evidence. She's going to be the clue for other people. I think that's why belief work is so sacred. That's why I think it's so important for us to do because the minute we become what we want to believe, we become an example of what's possible to others. We become the clue that other people were so looking for. So here's a fun question that I that I want to ask you. What do you want to be the clue for other uh, in terms of um, other people looking at you? What do you want to be the evidence of? Isn't that such a juicy question? What do you wish to become an evidence for if you could just pick and choose? Because you can't pick and choose. 
all the belief fairies, every, every thought you could have about that, it's not really you having the thought, it's the belief fairy tapping you on the shoulder. So write it all down. What do you wish you could believe? Even for some things that you're not sure about, you can think, what would maybe be interesting for you to believe? And write down a list of that. What would be, you know, what would be fun? What would make your life more interesting? What would enrich your life? What would, you know, what would be good for the world for you to be able to believe? Write it all down. So fun. And remember the phases. Number one, decide that you're going to play. Tell that belief, hey, okay, we're going to play. I'm not not ready to commit yet, but I'm just ready to enter into a relationship with you, ready to contemplate you, ready to allow the possibility that this could maybe one day, potentially, possibly, maybe (laughs) be a thing. And then create infinite space and time for this process to unfold. And the way it it unfolds is magical. Allow it to happen magically as opposed to according to a really rigid timeline. Number three, allow all of the drama to come up. Be ready for your brain to show you all of the evidence to the contrary. And don't be surprised. Expect it. And don't let it abandon your relationship to the belief. Just accept it as part of the path. And then be on the lookout for clues. When you stay with the process, when you stay with giving it space and time, when you're not stopped by the drama, the belief will drop clues on you. It will drop little bits of evidence. You follow the clues, you follow the evidence, and boom, you're in the new belief and you become a clue for other people. All right, my friend, that is my little masterclass on how to actually believe a new belief. All right, my friends, happy believing, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.